Hi, and welcome to Gospel Mission Church's message podcast. We pray as you listen, God would meet you and speak to you in a personal way. Here's this week's message from Pastor Claude. Well, hi, everyone. It's great to be with you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we miss you here. It would be nice if you would be all here. And, uh, but we know it's just a question of time. And uh, what we want to see is we want to continue to come together. So thank you for making the effort to be, to be with me or to be with us. It makes now four weeks that we're doing this this way. And, uh, and uh, again, let, thank you for letting us in your home. Um, by the way, just to let you know, we're having a prayer summit this Tuesday. It would be awesome if you would come and join with us in prayer. I know that you won't be able to come to church, but we'll be online and uh, I believe that uh, we're always, it's always important for us to pray. We should always pray. But uh, we, when we look at the season we're in, I think we got to go even deeper and further. So it would be awesome if you would tune uh, with us and, uh, and uh, agree together in prayer. What we want to see is we want to see God move upon our land. We want to see God touch and reveal himself to us and to our world. So I believe it's a... Uh, it's, uh, it's important for us to come together. And at the same time, um, we're having uh, on Friday our Good Friday service. It's going to be different not to be here together, but uh, we'll have communion from my home to yours. It's going to be intimate. I'm looking forward to do that. I think it's going to be a great time. So, so that's going to happen at 10 o'clock on Friday. And then we'll have our Easter services on Sunday. We won't have nothing on Saturday evening. But uh, we invite you to focus on, on uh, this season and to uh, draw close to the Lord, uh, take some time with Him since we have more time at hand. It would be awesome if that would be the case. And um, just before we go to the Word, I would like to open up in prayer and we'll go from there. Awesome. Father God, I thank you for your amazing love and your affection for us. And I thank you for each person listening, watching. Uh, that you would reveal yourself to them, that you would move upon their home, come and, and, and speak, uh, move by your Holy Spirit. May there be ramas in our hearts today. Mm. So we turn to you, we ask you to lead and have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you, if you have your Bible, if you don't, well, you can run <laughs> in your house somewhere and get uh, a Bible and uh, I'm going to do my reading from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 20. And the title of my message is, is What Do We Do In Between? In the In-Between. So Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 20, it, uh, it refers to the Israelites that are preparing to go into the promised land. And they went through a rough go. And, uh, and right now they're setting, setting themselves up to enter the promised land. And the whole book of Deuteronomy is a preparation for going to the promised land. So let's take a look at Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 20. And I'll be reading from verse 20 to verse 23. It says, In the future, when your son asks you, what is the meaning of the stipulation, degrees, and laws the Lord our God has commanded you? Tell them, we were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, but the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Before our eyes, the Lord sent signs and wonders, great and ter terrible, on Egypt and Pharaoh and his whole household. And this is the focus, verse 23. And he brought us out from there that he might bring us in and give us the land that he swore to give to our fathers. So the main verse, verse 23, says that he has brought us out 
of Egypt so that he would bring us in to the promised land. And so when we look at this text, what we find is we find that God had a plan for the Israelites. It was to remove them, take them out, and to bring them in. Take them out of Egypt and to bring them in into the promised land. And that was the heart of God. And uh, when it comes to our lives, it's the same, same, uh, same journey. It looks the same. Where uh, we were lost and Jesus came to reach us. He came to rescue us. He came to our help. And what, what, he, what he did is he, he brought us out and he wants us to come and spend eternity with him. It's kind of a picture of the promised land where we are set free from Egypt and, and he is bringing us or he wants to lead us into the promised land. That would be kind of a, a picture of heaven. And, and so, so when it comes to our journey, we know that God wants us out and he wants to step in and, and, and what he has in store for us. The challenge is, what do we do in between? What happens between the out and the in? What happens from coming out of Egypt to step in, stepping in what God has in store for us? And that's what we find in this book here, Deuteronomy. It's, in the, it's, it, it's what happens in between. It's a time of transition. And so, as you know, we are in a season of transition. When we think about COVID-19, we look at what's happening over the, around the planet, what's happening in our nation, and, and, and even close, close to us, what we see is, is a, a time of transition. And, and what we want to figure out is, what is God wanting to do in between? So, so we know that there's a start, we know there's an end, and, and what do we do meanwhile? I, I like what it says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. And Paul said, And now the price awaits me, the crown of righteousness, you, you, you look at Paul, this is, he wrote this when he was at the end of his life. It was his last testament. It was his last uh, letter that he wrote to Timothy. And he says here, uh, I, I, I live for this price that awaits for me, the crown of righteousness. And when you look at Paul from Damascus, on the, on the road to Damascus, to seeing face to face, to see Jesus face to face, there was an in-between. What did he do with his life? And so this is the thing that we have to look at. And, I, and this morning, I want to share my heart to you guys. I want to, I want to share my heart because I, re, I really believe it's important for, for us to take a hold of this truth. What am I going to do in between? What, what am I called to do in this season? In James chapter 1, verse 12, gives us this picture. Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So there's a promise for those that love God. But what we're called to do is we're called to persevere under trial and to, and to stand the test. And that's what we're called to do in the between. We're called not to let go, not to give up, not to throw the towel, not to embrace negativity. But what we're called to do is we're called to bloom, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But what do we do in between? What do I do when I lose my job? Because we're hearing more and more that around, right? People losing their job. Maybe you're sitting in your living room right now and you've lost your job. So what do you do in between? Maybe you're stuck at home and your kids are hitting you crazy. You don't know what to do. <laughs> School is out and, and now you're, you, you have your kids. I won't say stuck with your kids because you're not stuck. It's, I believe it's a privilege you have to invest in their lives. And for those that are, homes, that are homeschooling, you say, well, hey, I'm used to that, right? So no big deal. But what happens 
Well, what do you do in between when you're stuck at home, when you can't connect like you used to, where you're limited um, to stay home? So what do you do when your pension plan got hammered? What do you do in between? What do you do when you're afraid of COVID because of uh, your present condition, and you know that if it hits you, it might hit you harder than someone else? What do you do? What do you do when someone tells you that you're positive, that you have the disease or you have a, uh, the virus, whatever it might be, what do you do when it's positive? I remember many years ago, my kids, my oldest kids were younger then, and uh, I wasn't feeling too good. I went to see the doctor, and uh, I went through a few tests, and through these tests, uh, they came, uh, the conclusion they came to was that I had a liver f- failure. And uh, the thought was, uh, you probably will have 10 years if you don't have, it. that's the maximum time you'll have. And I remember freaking out. And just the good news is that um, they, uh, they found out that their first, tests were, their first test was not accurate. And so praise God for that. But when I was waiting for the results or when I was waiting for the other tests, I remember going to my niece's wedding. And I was so happy for her. When she got married, at the same time, I felt there was a cloud over my head. And I, and I, I felt such a battle inside of me. And the, the thoughts were like, uh, there's a chance that I won't be able to see my kids get married. And, and you can imagine all the scenario that can develop in your mind, right? So I was caught in between, and, and I didn't know what to do. And, and it, was, it was a hard thing. When I got the news, I was fine. There was Praise God, hallelujah, it was awesome to hear. But I I remember the feeling of being caught in between, and it's not a good feeling. I didn't know what the future holds. I didn't know what was uh, going to happen, so there's a lot of fear that came in. And and, and you might be in a similar situation, and we we go through different challenges in, in life, and we look at the season that we're in today, maybe you feel like that. When the unknown is staring in you in the face, what do you do, right? And so it's important for us to realize that when we're in between, I believe that God doesn't want us to be still or, or he doesn't want us, if I rephrase this, um, lose our time. But I believe that he wants us to do something while we're waiting. And I'd like to share my heart to you in this because I think it's very important uh, when it comes to the season that we're in. So three things I'd like to share to you when it comes to what do we do in between? What do we do when I wait? The first point is, I need to adapt to my environment. I need to adapt to my environment. If you look in the Bible, you, you find Joseph that received a dream from God, had a vision that one day he would be a, a significant leader and that his brothers would uh, submit to his authority. And uh, so he shared this with his brothers and his, and his brothers were not too pumped about that, right? And so they, they came up with a plan to get rid of Joseph. And the story is, is that he was thrown into a cistern and sold in Egypt, for, uh, was sold to, to Egypt. And he was bought by Potiphar. And, and Potiphar was a, a leader in Egypt. And so he took Joseph in, and Joseph was a slave in his house. And what's amazing with Joseph is that he was able to prosper in Potiphar's house. And the story goes that he was betrayed by Potiphar's wife, and uh, accused him wrongly, and he was thrown in prison. But put yourself in his shoes for a moment. You get a dream, you have a vision, God speaks to you, you share your dream, and then you get caught in a place where you're totally 
away, where you think you're totally away from the plan that God has for you. You're finding yourself being a slave and then betrayed and now become and now a prisoner. And in that, in that time frame, that time frame is about 14 years. And he was about 10 years in prison. That's a long time. 10 years in prison. And what you find in his life, through his life, is that he was able to prosper where he was in, the, in between. He did not lose his time. He did not waste his time. He said, God, I will adapt to where I am. Was it easy? Probably not, right? Put yourself in his shoes. But he was able to prosper in Potiphar's house and even in prison because he was given the key. He was leading the prison or he was the one uh, in charge of the prison. It's so amazing, right, to see that. So, so what do I do right now in this season when I have more time at hand? I think one of the things that it's huge, that's very important for us to do, is to establish a new routine. If you have kids at home, if, you, if your routine went for a, a spin, establish a new routine. Don't just coast. Um, bring structure in your life. That's very important. And maybe you've never cooked before. And maybe you're this husband that you've never worked in the kitchen. Maybe you got to tell your wife, hey, let's cook together. I, I think in this season, it's a great time to try something else to uh, get involved in something that we, we said that we never had the time to do, to have, and now you do have the time, and now you can focus on that. Maybe it's time for you to go on your treadmill that is collecting dust in the basement, right? So it's to make the best of it. Make the best of what is before you. And there's things that we don't have any control, but there's things that we do have control. And the last thing you want to do, it's just to coast uh, and to spend more time on, on, on your computer or um, waste your time watching episode after episode on Netflix. And the stats are right now that people are spending more time watching TV and people are, 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 are spending more time before the computers. I mean, there's nothing wrong to watch mo movies or Netflix. I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on what are you doing with your time in, in the in-between, what are you doing with your life. Because you don't want to put your life on, on standstill. And at the same time, what you want to do is you want to give direction to people that are around you, especially if you have youngsters in your house. So make the best out of it. Think about what you could do. Think about how you could surprise people. Think about coming out of your comfort zone or, or doing things, like I said, that you always wanted to do that you didn't have the time. I'll give you a few challenges. Take some, take some time to pray with your wife or with your husband. Maybe you've never done that before. It's a great time to, to start something fresh and, and to step in what God what has for you. In all this, see that God might use this to make you grow and, and make you get closer to, to the people that are around you. So when you look at this season, maximize it. Don't waste it. It might be playing board game with your kids or uh, doing stuff with your, with your wife when it comes to uh, working together, having a project. So, so I, I want I wanna you to see the season as an opportunity and an open door and that you would step in. And I think if we do this, we'll maximize our season. And when this is going to be over, are we going to miss a bit this time that we have? So, so what we want to do when we're in between, we want to get busy doing the right things. And I look at Joseph, that's what he teaches us. That even though he was not fulfilling his great big picture dream, he was, 
God busy doing uh, what was uh, dealing with what was before him, and I believe that God blessed him for that. So the first thing, what do we do in between? Is you, I need to adapt to my environment. I just I can't just coast and and uh, just waste my time. I've got to say, God, you you have things that you want to do in my life and and uh, in my environment, in my home. So what do you want me to do? And it's a great time to do that, right? The second thing that we're called to do in the in-between is I need to let God in. I need to let God in. Another example that we find in the Bible when it comes to letting God in, it's David. You think about David when he was anointed to be king. A great time. Wow, what a, it was a wow event. When oil was poured over his head by Samuel, and when he had the call to become a king, what a great moment. Glorious moment. But it took about 14 to 15 years for David to step in the position. Wow, that's a long time. And in that time, it was not an easy time. It was a hard time. This is where we find his, the, the, the song he wrote in the Psalms, where we find him writing song in the, in the cave when he was hunted by Saul, when, when he had to run away, when he had not too much, where he was uh, living alone and he was, he was an enemy to Israel and he had a heart for Israel. Imagine being in his shoes. So, so what happened in that time is God worked in his life. God um, transformed him from the inside. And I believe in this time, God wants to do this. God wants to move in our lives. And, and I believe that in crisis, or when we go through a, a in-between time, a God reveals our heart issues. There's stuff that comes up uh, in our life when things are not going according to what we've planned. So you, you want to see God come and address that and, and bring healing. So I believe that we're called to be transformed when we are in between. And one of the things that we need to know, and, and I think that's what David knew, he knew that God had a plan, like he said, like it says that he was anointed to be a king, and God had a plan. But what he needed to see happen is to see God's transformation in his life. I look at our lives, we, all, we were all planned by God. And that's what Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, that God has prepared good works in advance for us to practice. But sometimes... We go through in, in the place called in, the, in between. And in that in between, in that waiting time, I believe that God wants to address things in our hearts and he wants to remove stuff from our hearts. And, and, and I think that's huge. Like when it comes to how do I respond to things around me, how do I respond to the in between? There's three ways of the flesh that I could respond. The first one is it's to fight. Let's say you are, you're spending more time with your wife, more time with your kids, you don't, you don't want to fight. You don't want to, you, you don't want to live with anger. You, you, want, you, don't want to, you, you don't want to nurture this. And you might be upset, but you don't want to live in fight mode. Also, you don't want to live in flight mode either, where you're running away, where you, you throw yourself in other things, where you medicate your in-between. So how do you medicate your in-between? Well, you don't want to flight. You don't want to run away. And thirdly, you don't want to freeze you don't want to shut yourself down in this season. So you don't want to fight, you don't want to flight, and you don't want to freeze. You, you, want to, you don't want to lose hope or disconnect. So see what God is up in your life, what, what he's up to in your life. He wants to deal with this, this anger or this fight or this flight or this, or this freeze that you are drawn to go to or drawn to behave like. So I invite you to, to see that God wants to do a work in your life. So so let God in. 
in this time in between. Let God transform you like he did with David. And at a proper time, and at God's timing, David became a king. And at, at the same time, David did way beyond that he would ever, could ever imagine. He never, he never saw him, at first I believe that he never saw that he could bring the 12 tribes of Israel together. And that's what he did. He prepared the temple where God would come and dwell in the temple when Solomon uh, fulfilled that, uh, that call to build a temple. And so, so the thing is, when you're in the in-between, in the, in you want to let God in. You want to let God in. So in the season that you're in right now, take a time to connect with God. Take a time to, uh, to, to pray. Take a time to worship. Establish new habits in your life. Uh, it's a great time to do this. And I believe that when you do this, when you take this time in between where you say, God, come and move in my life. Come and, and, come and, uh, and show me what I'm called to do, how I can be a blessing, how I can reach out. Uh, it's a great time to call people, to Zoom people, to connect with people. That, and, and like I said a while ago, we're, we, we live in a rat race and now things are stopping. Things are slowing down for sure. So what do we do with this in, the, in this in-between time? So I invite you to let God fashion you and make you in this in-between time. And thirdly, my last point, I'm called to live a life of worship. I'm called to live a life of worship. What am I called to do in between? I'm called to commit to a life of worship. This really is the heart of my message uh, this morning that I want to share to you. Because I believe that when we face times like we face, it challenges our commitment to Christ. Where am I when it comes to my walk with Christ? How close am I of Christ? How Christ is real in my life? And again, there's an, there's an example of this that you find in the Bible that talks about living a life of worship. Um, it's found in Daniel chapter 3, verse 17. It's the example of the three Hebrews that uh, were thrown in the furnace, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And the story goes, there was an edit in Babylon, and whoever, that, whoever did not bow to the, uh, uh, the statue of the king uh, would, be, would face death and would be thrown into the furnace. And, and so the story goes, this, these guys did not bow before the idol, uh, and, and they were thrown into the furnace. But if you look at Daniel chapter 3, <clears throat> excuse me, verse 17, it says, If we are thrown into the, fur, into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of, of God that you've set up. What a beautiful text, right? What, what, what they're saying here is no matter what, we will serve the Lord. No matter what happens, we will, we will serve the Lord. If God rescues us, we'll serve the Lord. If God doesn't rescue us, we will serve the Lord. And when you look at this text, there's no competition between the sovereignty of God and faith. It's not one or the other. How we're called to live our life, we're called to live our lives by faith, where we believe that God is the God of the impossible, that God is the healer, that God is able to restore, that God is able to heal, that God is beyond, he goes beyond the, the laws of nature. He breaks the laws of nature. He walks on water. He feeds the multitude. He heals the blind. This is the God we serve, so we want to have that faith. We want to have that belief that God is able to do the impossible because 
He can. And when he spoke to, when they spoke to the king, they believed that, that God was able to rescue them. They didn't know how God was able to rescue them, but they believed that God was the God of the impossible. And I think it's important for us to believe that too, that the God we serve is the God of the impossible. At the same time, in the same paragraph, I need to trust God too. I need to have faith that he's able to do the impossible, but I've got to trust in him, that he knows what he's doing, that he is the sovereign God, that he rules, he rules on high, that he has a master plan, and I'm part of that. So I, I've got to walk in faith, but also have to walk in trust that God has me. He's got me. And can you say that to the person beside you right now, if you have someone beside you on the sofa? Can you say that? He's got me. He's got you. And so, so it's important for us to realize that, that the main focus of this text, it's about serving God. It's about serving the Lord no matter what. It's choosing to live a life of worship no matter what. It's, it's, it's always a season to do that, but especially in the time that we're in today. My prayer is that you would commit to live a life of worship. That we would be able to say like these three young Hebrews that said, hey, we will serve the Lord no matter what. We will not bow before the idols, that, that idol, or the idols of this world. We're not going to surrender. We're not going to bend. We're going to stand still. We're going to honor God and lift up his name and live for his fame. What a beautiful, what a beautiful invitation. I don't know where you are on this journey of life as you're watching me, as you're part of this service. My, my prayer is that you would realize that when you are in between, you're called to live a life of worship. When the three Hebrews were thrown into the furnace, uh, they were in a time, they, they were in the middle. They were captive in Babylon. It was not an easy thing. This is where they, they, they hung their harps. They stopped singing. It was, a, it, was a, it was a heavy time. It was difficult. But one of the things they chose to do was to live a life of worship. And my prayer is that all of us, we would choose to live life like this, that we would say, God, no matter what, I will serve you. No matter what comes my way, I will serve you. No matter what I, I face, I will serve you. I will have faith, believing that you are the God of the impossible, that you can do what no man can do, but also that you are the sovereign God, that you're worth uh, being trusted in. I trust in you. I rely in you. I think this is so vital, people. Guys, friends, I think it's so important for us to take hold of this truth that God is calling us to live a life of worship. So in this season of in-between, my prayer is that you would say, God, I want to live for you fully. I, I want to serve you fully. I want to go all in. My chips are all in. I want to commit my life to you. May you use me for your glory. And I believe that as we let God fashion us in the between, he's preparing us for what's next. That's what happened to all of them. It happened to uh, Joseph. God was preparing for what was next. Same thing with David and same thing with Daniel and these three guys. It, it prepared them for what was going to happen. So my heart for you guys this morning is that you would say, I, I choose to live a life of worship. I choose to walk that life. Um, and the story goes, they were thrown into the fire and they were not consumed. Actually, the king saw a fourth person in the flames. Woohoo! 
I was Jesus. I was in the flame, walking in the flames with them. You see? It's so important for us to embrace a life of worship because we don't know what God's going to do. But what God is asking of us in this time of in-between is to live a life of worship. And if we do this, if we focus on God, and we, we live a life of worship, we'll see God inter- intervene in our lives. Fear is reality without God. That's what fear is. Fear is reality without God. Faith is reality with God. And so we want to walk in faith. We want to walk with God in our reality. And when we do this, we will see God intervene. So when we are in the in-between, don't throw the towel. Don't quit. Don't waste your time. See what God is up to. See what God is up to. Mm. Be like Joseph. Prosper. Maximize your time right now. Say, God, what do you want to do in this season? That open door. Be like David. Transform me, God. Do a work in my life. Be like these three guys that says, hey, no matter what, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. I like what it said in Psalm 56, verse 3. It says, But in the day that I'm afraid, I lay all my fears before you and trust in you with all my heart. What harm could a man bring to me or COVID could bring to me? With God on my side, I will not be afraid of what comes. I like, I like the end of the verse here where he, where he says, The roaring praises of God fill my heart, and, will, and I will always triumph as I trust his promises. The roaring praises of God fill my heart, and I will always triumph as I trust his promises. Wow. You turn to God. You acknowledge him. You live for him. You trust in him. You lay your fe- fears at his feet, and he will intervene. He will move in your life. So as we live this in-between, what are we called to do? Maximize the moment. Maximize the moment. Secondly, let God shape you. Let God speak to you. Let Him move you. Do things you've never done before. Get closer to Him. Draw closer to Him. Stand in prayer. Thirdly, embrace faith and trust God. Live a life of worship. Live a life of worship. Maybe you're watching today and, and you're caught in guilt and in sin. And you're watching maybe because you were a family member, but it's not of, out of your choosing. And you feel separated from God and you feel distant from God. I want to let you know that God wants to touch you. He wants to move in your life. Maybe there's tension in your marriage. Maybe you're discouraged when you see the, the, the choices of your kids. Come to him. Draw close to him. Experience his grace. Ask him to rescue you. You know, it's, it's like I was telling Breton before the service. Like, how do I do this, do this to talk to an empty, an empty uh, sanctuary? And, and my thought was, I've got to share my heart. And this is where it becomes raw. And it becomes real and becomes personal, even more to a higher level. What a time for us to see God move in our lives in this in-between time. My prayer is that we would maximize this time. 
and we would ask God to move in us in a powerful way. You can change the outcome of your future by this season right now. Let God in. Let God move you. Let God speak to you. The walls that you have in relationships, may you go beyond them. May they melt. May you do the first steps. May, may you reconcile. May, may you pray, like I said a while ago. May you pray with your wife, with your husband. May you take leadership. May you take ownership. What a great season to do this, people. What a great season to come out of the comfort zone. I remember a song I used to listen when I was a kid from Sweet Comfort Band. Where are the heroes now? From, no, from Steve Cap. Where are the heroes now? Who will step out of the crowd and be strong enough to lead? Where are the Moses? Where are the, where are the Elijahs? I believe it's me and you. We are the Moses. Where are the Elijahs? And it's time for God to move in this in-between time where we will be like Joseph, where we will pursue God no matter what, that we will be like David. We will, in the time of waiting, see God transform us, that we will be like the three Hebrews that said, no matter what, we will serve God. My prayer is that you would ask God to come into your life, that you, will, that you would ask God to intervene in your life. Don't miss that time. What if all this, in all this, God wants to reveal himself to you? What if in all this he wants to take a hold of your heart? He wants you to take a different curve, a different spin, a different track. What if? Don't resist to that. Let God in. Let God move you. Let God reveal himself to you. Mm, that's my prayer for you. From my heart to you. From this place to your home, to your car. Realize that God wants to move in your life in this in-between. And I believe it sets you up for the future. May we return to him. Maybe you're walking in sin, like I said earlier. Confess your sins. Admit your need of him. Do like the prodigal son. Run home. Run to him. Push guilt aside and all the lies of the enemy and run to him and see what he's going to do. I know what he's going to do. He's going to take you in his arms. And he's going to love on you. He's going to pick you up from the ground. And, just, and you'll experience his love like never before. That's my prayer. That in this in-between time, God would rock your life. Let him say yes. Say yes in this time. Mm, God is so good. Can I lead you in a prayer? Father, I, I thank you for your faithfulness, that you're faithful today, that you're with us today. I pray that you would move by your Holy Spirit upon us, Lord. Father, help me to seize a moment like Joseph. Help me to seize the moment to bloom wherever you've planted me, to bloom in this weight, Father. I, I want to bloom. I want to be fruitful. Help me to be fruitful. Also, Father, I pray for the work of your Holy Spirit inside of me to change me as I wait. Prepare me for what you have in store. Father, as David was prepared and he did let you prepare him, God, I want to let you prepare me. I want you to change the things inside of me. You see my foundation. You see the things I carry. Father, bring freedom in my life. I give you freedom and liberty to change me in the inside. Also, Lord, help me to live a life of worship, to follow you no matter what, to walk in faith and to trust you. Help me to do that, Lord. Father, we return to you. We come to you. We confess our sins. We admit our need of you. Come, Lord. Come in our lives. Mm. 
Jesus' name, amen. I like what Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, in all things God works for the good of those who love him. So may we choose to love him. May, may we choose to serve him. And uh, I invite you to, to let God in and see how this is going to be an awesome, awesome time as we are in between. Amen. Let us know what God is doing in your life. Um, send us some. Send, send us a, an email at infogmc.ca. Do I have the right address? And also, when it comes to prayer, if you need prayer, I invite you to uh, e- email us at prayer at gmc, g- gmc church, gmchurch, sorry, .ca. I'm not too used to do that, right? So I invite you to do that. Um, we want to know where you're at. If you need prayer, we want to pray for you. We want to walk with you. We don't want you to be alone. We don't want you to journey alone. Amen. And uh, just to remind you that we are having a prayer summit this Tuesday. And also, go buy some juice, if you don't have any at home, some grape juice, so we can have communion together. From my heart to yours, from this sanctuary, this church, to your home, may the Lord bless you, may the Lord keep you. We love you guys and miss you very, very much. Thank you for listening. Blessings. Thanks for joining us on the GMC Podcast. For more information about what's going on this week, check out gmchurch.ca. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful week.